This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. And now it's 5.41. It's time for today on Twitter, where it's more passe salam, or why we need to move away from saying that women get too emotional at work. So let's start with the tweet. It's at Comics by Vien, who says, I don't want to hear women can't be... I don't want to hear women can't be leaders because they're too emotional anymore when male leaders can get away with being emotional in public spaces. Now, this was in response to a tweet by a female leader, Kuang MP, Wang Shuqi, who said, uh, Apa guna kita luluskan uh, RUU anti-gangguan sexual dalam parlimen ketika pasir salak menggunakan perkataan mencarut seperti, and then I can't say this word, but it starts with a P, there are a bunch of asterisks in the middle, it ends with K, uh, dalam Dewan, uh, malah tiada tindakan diambil oleh speaker, which is a great point, right? Because it is true that if we are going to talk about how we talk to people um, and women specifically, especially in the area of insult, harassment, sexual harassment, then you would think that the day one should follow suit. Um, And yet, as we heard yesterday, that wasn't necessarily the case. Yes, and uh, particularly galling that this took place during the debate on the anti-sexual har- uh, harassment bill, right? Um, so essentially, this has uh, spawned a whole conversation on um, male MPs getting away with bad behavior mm-hmm. and specifically about these sorts of displays Um perhaps not necessarily getting the comeuppance that they should. And most of the tweets reflect that sentiment. So uh, Natasha says, and this is why Malaysians need more female MPs, uh, which is a point that's being echoed across the board. Uh, let's see. We also have Bridget Welsh, um, who says, words matter. Pase Salak MP's use of sexist crude language and remarks in parliament is demeaning. His ambassador position to Indonesia should be completely revoked. Attacks on women MPs from suspension to verbal insults are disgracing Malaysia's parliament. So we also have uh, Dr. Madan saying Tajuddin needs to be taught a strong lesson, disregarding women and using foul language, and he's still given space in parliament. The deputy speaker is clearly favouring this behaviour. Why wasn't he removed? Why the double standard? Mm. Uh There are other points being brought up uh, that don't necessarily have to do just with the insults because actually the clip that's been making the rounds and that in fact I believe we we played some of um, was the spiciest parts, right? With the most yelling and the insults and the sanono this and all all the rest of that. But there were other... Mm, there were other behavioural issues there. So, for example, Quinn Er says, There is no question that Tajuddin should apologise. His behaviour and words today are unbecoming of a parliamentarian. Also, the way he talks all over Pengarang is downright appalling. And that um, is exactly what I wanted to touch on because before the yelling, actually, um, he was also just straight up speaking over female MPs who were themselves trying to make important points. Yeah, and Rin points out, um, and, and, and they're quoting, we respect our women. How dare you judge us? You don't even know us. And two seconds later, he calls the DAP MPs uh, with a vulgar word. Oh, wait, sorry, not all, some. Very respectful towards women. I agree. Yeah, I mean, I suppose the question here is who's our women? Who, who yeah. are you referring to, right? So clearly not everybody, but just some. Um, yeah, so an, an interesting conversation. And like we've been trying to get at, I think there are two elements here. One is that this is a parliamentarian who, this is not his first time in the spotlight, likely not the last, often for behaviour that's very close to what we saw yesterday anyway. So that's one thing. Um, But the other thing is, yes, um, 
why is it sometimes or why is it seen as uh, male leaders being strong, for example, or feeling strongly about things when emotions are expressed at work, even unproductively, as we're seeing in, in Parliament? Um, whereas when in the past, when a woman does it, it's sometimes seen as, what are the words people like to use? Strident. Shrill. <laughs> uh, what else? What, what other S words? Well, we I guess use? emotional, right? Mm. We hear emotional a lot and used in a bad context um, or rather used with a negative connotation. Um, and, and, and I think it's, it's a fair point to make because by and large, and I do mean across the aisle, I'm not saying only opposition MPs um, sort of work harder to, to remain rational or whatever, but I do feel like largely when we look at our parliament, um, we tend to see these sorts of displays quite a bit from male MPs. Um, and yet repeatedly, we keep hearing, well, women might be too emotional to be in positions of leadership. Um, and something doesn't line up there. And, and I think that's really the point that's being brought up by the original poster here. Something doesn't line up. It's always made worse by the fact that um, these sorts of public displays then further exemplify the problem, right? I, th I think that's really it. It's the fact that you're seeing this happen over and over, um, in some senses from the same person, over and over. And then we ask, how come the conversation hasn't moved on? I mean, we said this during the... Um the show a couple of days ago as well, the composure displayed by female MPs like Dato Sri Azalina Othman, Rubia Huang, for instance, while Tajudin sort of spoke over them, shouted while they were trying to make valid points. Um, I mean, I don't know. Emotional behaviour clearly isn't gendered. Let us know. Did you see Tajudin's display in Parliament? What did you think? You can call 777 WhatsApp 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio. Because freedom matters. BFM 89.9. It is 5.53. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila and Lynn. And uh, on today on Twitter, we were discussing um, the Pasisala MP's display in Parliament um, and conversations that this has spawned on, well, why men are allowed to be emotional when they're in positions of leadership without as much criticism. Uh, and we'd like to hear from you. Did you see Tajuddin's display in Parliament? What did you think? You can call 777-332-900, WhatsApp 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio. We have some thoughts. Let's start with this one from Peter, who sent in a great joke. A great joke. If you want to see the full joke, I think, um, WhatsApp us and we'll send it to you. But for now, uh, let me just say that Peter says Dajudin should start his own comedy venue. It is indeed a good joke, Peter. I will say that. We all appreciated it very much. We also have Stephen saying... Uh, we have Stephen saying, not only the Pasisala MP, the Tuan Speaker didn't do enough to protect women voices in Parliament. Many times he just muted the women speakers and this round he didn't do enough to stop Tajuddin. Uh, meanwhile, an anonymous listener says, I think the day one speaker should be removed first. He failed in carrying out his amana. I found the manner of his response to the female MP about the Sulu issue equally insulting, even though the words used may not be crude. So, yeah, this is a... a a point that has come through quite a bit, right? And I think that actually, as we talk about better representation uh, in, in Parliament um, among female MPs and the like, um, I think it still, it just makes sense also, not just, what's the point in having more representation if the power to mute somebody is going to be held by someone who doesn't have that kind of, um, you know, perhaps respect, uh, as, you know, people seem to be perceiving this to be the case. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's the kind of behaviour that was talked about even in the last session of Parliament, actually. 
Lee Jun meanwhile says there's a double standard for emotional display in parliament. With male politicians, it's caring or passionate. With female politicians, it's hysterical or lack of self-control. I'd say not just in parliament, unfortunately, Lee Jun. I mean, it's probably the most obvious because we get to see it, but uh, many organisations often display this double standard. Yeah, um, and many organisations display this double standard. However, the difference is that... um, the job of being a parliamentarian is a public-facing one and the sessions of parliament are streamable for anybody who cares to watch them. And so there is... And that's why I think this conversation about the tone in which conversations in parliament take place is an important one because basically it sets the tenor in some ways for what goes on to be the larger public conversation. We also have Miss Kay, who says um, they know women are capable. Unfortunately, their ego won't allow it. Uh, the parliament is run by, uh, well, I'm not going to use the word they say, but not very competent people. It's time for a new generation of leaders and women to be running the show. Let's see how it goes, right? Because, I mean, we're, we're seeing things like uh, Undi 18 happen. We're seeing continued and sustained conversations about the issue of representation. Hopefully then we see that trickle down into the people who are rising within parties, um, but also put out as candidates in the next GE. Speaking of Parliament, earlier on Pope Public Parliament, we were addressing a number of different issues that came up today. Um, and just circling back to those messages, uh, we have Mar92, who's uh, referring to a particular point brought up by uh, Tony Cheng, who said, um, who spoke about why matters of national interest, in this case, the Sulu claim, uh, is not being discussed in Parliament. And so Mar92 says, all this discussion happening at a hotel, is it because their food is that good? If they booked a hotel, who pays the bill? Is it from their salary? Um, If so, please save the electricity and switch off the power supplies at Putrajaya. I I just wanted to say that I particularly appreciated... um, I particularly appreciated uh, Niching's point about, is it because of the dinner? Um, I just thought like, there are many reasons why hotels seem to be the venue of choice here. I'm going to join what I assume is a chorus of people screaming at the radio and say, who is paying for dinner? Who? You cannot get dinner at home? I think that is a valid scream and a valid question to ask. There is a cafeteria in parliament. You know, (laughs) there's food there too. Uh, Lee Jun, meanwhile, adding on to their earlier point about um, care for our army veterans, says lots of people join the army straight out of secondary school. For instance, SPM, uh, when they retire at 38, they find that their skills aren't useful in Malaysian society. They retire as privates, corporal sergeants, their pensions aren't much. Lots of army veterans end up becoming security guards or fall back on farming. Uh, And if they want to stay beyond 38 in the army, they have to pass officer exams, which I've heard is very difficult to pass. It's not like in the US where army vets can work in the police or become technical advisors for films or work in security firms. That's a great point. Um, Actually, seeing it written out like that, retirement at 38 really sends it home. Keep those thoughts coming if you'd like to weigh in on specific issues from the parliament or about specific behaviours displayed in parliament. You can call 77332900, WhatsApp 018789889, tweet us at BFM Radio. Now, after the six o'clock news on Inside Story, we're going to be looking at the um, anti-sexual harassment bill, which was just passed. And we're going to be looking at it from two aspects. First, we're going to break down the bill, how it works, um, look at the legal process 
justices involved. And then we're going to zero in on the tribunal that in many ways is going to form the heart of how the bill is going to be executed. Um, so if you have thoughts on that, keep them coming. You can call double seven double. Double seven double three two nine hundred, WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my, BFM BFM eighty nine point nine, the Business Station.